0: to another episode of Imaginary Pod.
1: Have you guys seen, um, Elon Musk has purchased Twitter and I'm going to be transparent. And the first thing I'm going to say is I don't understand how, how, how did he do it? <laughs> did he just like buy stock in it? Is that what it is? Can you guys explain to me like I'm an idiot? Cause I am.
0: First of all, when I first saw his offer, I thought it was just a big joke at which point i wrote off the entire thing stopped reading or caring about it and i have not changed my uh my approach so i actually don't know what happened i mean is that real did he really buy twitter like he owns twitter uh, it seems impossible
2: okay so i mean so this is what i know it could be a little inaccurate but um so this this is how the story the whole timeline sort of unfolded at first he became uh not a major stakeholder but like one of the top most investors in the company in terms of stakes i think he got like 9% or something like that uh at which point he was offered um so people i think twitter realized that okay he's now a major stakeholder uh, not the majority stakeholder but like he's he owns a big chunk now so let's invite him to the board but there were some regulations so basically he suggested to bring across some changes etc if i'm not wrong and then they offered him a board position but board position had some clauses where he could not make those changes or um, yeah i can look up these details but essentially cut to him finally making an offer like he had a full on offer on the table to buy Twitter as a whole because they were not like, uh, he had some sort of ideas and things that he wanted to bring about and like they were not open to that. So he just tabled an offer. And at that point he's like, I'll just take this private and uh, let me just buy all of Twitter and here's my best offer. And then they, I think, ruminated on it for a little bit. And then finally, it was accepted. And I think he bought Twitter for around $44 billion, I believe.
1: I know one of the ideas he has for it is the edit button. And I absolutely hate that idea. I know people joke about wanting it or they're serious about wanting it, but... What a catastrophe. You could just, like, say something, I could retweet it, and then you could change what you said so it looks like I retweeted something else. That's not going to work. But also, like, why do you need to edit your tweet, you nerd? You made a typo? Get over it.
0: Yeah, what is this, Reddit? Keep Keep the edits for Reddit. This is Twitter.
1: This is Twitter. This is the garbage pit. Get real.
0: I will be excited to see if he adds a uh, tip, tip this tweet in Dogecoin button. That would be, that would be good for humanity.
1: <laughs> okay.
2: I did want to know what are your initial impressions about? I guess a lot of this whole thing unfolding, Elon Musk buying Twitter, is also informed or influenced by what your initial thoughts are about Elon Musk, right? So I think we've touched upon it previously in one of our episodes. But in general, uh, what are your thoughts about, like, because I know both of you do use Twitter quite a bit. Um, so how do you feel?
1: I'm a little worried and Twitter is my void that I shout into and i was thinking about it i'm like if twitter if everyone leaves or you know if it just is not usable anymore where do i go there's nowhere else for me i don't have the the stamina to visually perform on instagram i don't i don't have that what it takes for that i just want to take nine seconds, think of the dumbest thought I can, and then type it out and press send, and have maybe two people like it. (laughs) And that's what Twitter is to me. It's a place where no one even probably sees what I say, but it doesn't matter. It's for me. You know, it's like, where else can you do that? It's the only place.
2: As far as I understand, he, what he's saying is that he wants to enable more of that. Like, he's trying to, like, make sure that you could say more of your dumb thoughts out there as long as they're not, like, affecting someone.
1: I just... I don't believe that that is what he wants because I can already say and am saying everything I want to say. What, What would be more than that would be, like, truly terrifying. Like, I don't want to go where he wants to go it's already scary enough on there.
0: If you think Twitter's a void for you Vicky, I mean it's even more of a void for me because I don't even tell anybody I know. Like you guys don't even follow my Twitter and I don't follow your Twitters, like it is truly a void for me, which makes me think why don't I just take my talents to the notes app, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah, I I think we have talked about this before, but I get very anxious and upset when people follow me on Twitter. Like I don't like want people to follow me because for a week after that cool person follows me, now I'm seeing my thoughts through their eyes on their phone and I don't need that. This is for me. I don't need someone cool to see what I think because it's not good. (laughs) It's not good.
2: I remember a time when you were sitting on my couch literally contemplating your tweet for like, it was the third day when you were still analyzing that tweet before sending it out because this, some cool person was, had just started following you.
1: Actually, yeah, and she liked one of my tweets recently, and I thought, wow, who would have thought we came here, we got here. But yeah, this cool girl followed me, and I'm not going to even say who she is because it's embarrassing <laughs> for me to care this much. And I'm looking for the tweet she liked. Where is it? I know she did. It was an exciting moment, but also a dreadful moment. Here she is. Oh, yeah, just stupid. I just said, great news. Yesterday, a, lady- a ladybug landed on my arm, and we took a stroll to Shanley Park together before bidding a fond adieu. That's what she liked. That's wholesome. Yeah, it is wholesome.
2: That is definitely, I think Elon Musk should definitely delete that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to edit the tweet and it's going to say a dick, a penis, a penis landed on my arm, (laughs) a butthole, something terrible, something bad.
0: Speaking of arms and extremities, one time I tweeted feet are just hands for legs. I think that got a half of a like. That's what I call it when a fake account likes my tweet. I count it as half of a like.
1: Yeah, (laughs) like a bot. (laughs) A bot that's searching for feet. (laughs)
2: Dude, talking about bots, like, so, this morning, like, um, I think this news element, I mean, this I mean, this whole news, there's some podcast or whatever, some little clip, it was just playing in the background, and I, when Elon Musk started talking about this Twitter thing, um, I kind of started paying attention to it, and up until now, I didn't really know what, why the hell would we, would he go for Twitter, like, why what does he mean that he's trying to, he's doing it for free speech like twitter was twitter is already f- free speech as as i see it right but what he's trying to do is uh, get rid of the bots make sure that people that are there are authenticated they are actual human beings uh, that's what he said and i think what gave me one kind of what, what was promising to me which kind of gave me some hope is uh, he's gonna open source all of the Twitter code. Exactly, I mean, up until now, let's say if Twitter Twitter deletes uh, Vicky's account for being too wholesome, uh, and at that point we don't really know, they won't really give you a reason though, but like if it's open source code, we know exactly why someone's getting banned. We know exactly why someone's tweet is getting promoted and other tweets are getting suppressed, like whatever the algorithm is. So if he's open sourcing Twitter, that's huge. That's like insane, like we haven't, do we know other applications like that which are open source at such a massive scale? Uh, I mean, it's it'll be a one of a kind kind of a, kind of a move. We would definitely know what they're doing with all the data they collect. We'll definitely know, What uh, kind of algorithms are promoting certain tweets, certain people, um, and not promoting or suppressing other tweets or banning people or what the rules and regulations are of Twitter and uh, in different countries and why things are happening the way they are. So I think that kind of gave me hope that, okay, if he's open sourcing everything, that goes towards free speech and what he's trying to do. But at the same time, What I was worried was, like, I think that goes down to a bigger question of what free speech is, because let's say someone's being xenophobic or, like, you know, just racist or in that vein. Like, wouldn't we, as a society, want to actually not promote that? But at the same time, then it goes into questions like, how are we judging so-and-so person? You know, what are moral standpoint is and like it goes into such mushy sort of topics at that point where there's no clear answer there's a lot more nuance to it that that so that question is kind of it gets diluted whether Elon Musk can help free speech or not because then you go into questions like what is free speech and like where yeah so you know i mean so what he's trying to do is like fall back to de facto I mean uh the laws of the land so he's like whatever the laws of the land are so if you're saying something which is criminal like for example you can just go there and be like hey i'm going to kill you tonight or whatever that's like a death threat right right there so that's that's l- like you can report that to the police exactly so I hate twitter this.
1: what if i want to tweet that to someone <laughs> what if i want to say like I'm going to kill you to, like, the Pillsbury Doughboy account or something. I'm going to get arrested?
2: Yeah, so you, I mean, there will be a Tesla that will drive to your home automatically. No. Pick you up and then put you in a SpaceX rocket and dump you into space.
1: I hate this new Twitter. I'm leaving.
0: One time I I tweeted at Tony the Tiger and I said, I'm going (laughs) to...
1: funny, but now we can't have fun anymore because some nerd bought this website.
2: You know what he said? You know what Elon, Elon Musk bo- tweeted? He tweeted a picture of Bill Gates saying, in case you want to lose a boner, and he posted a picture of Bill Gates. <laughs> oh my God. What?
1: So strange. It's some. there's something, I don't know, something about him that just like yearns to be funny. And, uh... I just don't think he is. <laughs> He's definitely smart, boring in my al- in my own algorithm.
0: That's my like bird's eye take of this. Is like, Elon Musk. How many companies do you have? Why do you need to own Twitter? Like, it just it seems sort of beneath him in a way, which is like, I think kind of a high praise. It's like, you're doing all these brilliant things with robotics and engineering and infrastructure. Why do you need to buy Twitter? I just I was sort of confused and like I said I thought it was all a big a big racket, you know. I do
2: kind of uh f- at times kind of feel weird about him like for example he would buy dogecoin and just tweet it and then make its price go up and just benefit from it anyway. So that kind of shit really made me think that oh there's some shady stuff going on over hey, here. Hey,
1: this guy well. whose dad had a emerald mine in the apartheid South Africa, he might not be a good guy. <laughs> he might be a bad guy. <laughs> Anyways, I think we need to go to Joke Corner. <laughs>
2: joke Corner. <laughs> <laughs> yo, 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 yo.
0: I have, as usual... I don't have a joke, but I do have a premise.
1: (laughs) You always say that.
0: Okay, so I was thinking about how a lot of the things that we use that we sort of take for granted in our day-to-day lives that most people view as necessities, all they really are doing is saving you time. Uber, you think, oh, I'm saving time or DoorDash, I'm saving time. And we think of like optimizing our lives for time as this very new thing. But if you look at some of the stuff we use, that concept is ancient. Like, we've known that time is the most valuable commodity for some time now. So, the examples I came up with are, one, tables. Okay? Tables, they're really just saving you time. Because all a table is doing is making the ground higher.
1: Ah, you're not crouching down.
0: So, like... You're going to set that item down somewhere. Before tables, you were just setting it on the ground. And then you would have to bend down and pick it up, right? And then the table comes in. It's the same thing. You're still setting the item down. It's just a little higher, a little more convenient. You're saving 0.5 seconds per uh, item retrieval. You add that up over a lifetime, you're cashing in. Another example is a towel. Right, we talked about towels a few weeks ago. After my cruel friend left me a diminutive hand towel to to dry my nether regions with. Towels aren't necessary. All towels are doing are speeding up the drying process.
1: Uh, I'm just thinking about what, like, a infomercial for the invention of tables. Honestly, just like ever takes so long to put your <laughs> put your boar's head on the ground. Try tables. Reach your boar head. I don't know why it's a boar head. I'm trying to think of what cavemen have lying around. Reach your ancient boar head quicker with tables.
0: I love how you, went, you punched it up from boar head to ancient boar head.
1: That's all I can do. What do cavemen have? I don't know. I don't know. Not tables. Not yet until they were invented. It's like houseplants. You want to go outside, but it's just so far away. <laughs> Houseplants, get a tree, but quicker. <laughs> Light. You ever want to <laughs> to be sunrise, <laughs> but it's nighttime. Light, <laughs> sunrise, quicker. <laughs> okay, you're killing me. I'm done. Oh,
0: you're saying you're saying lamps save time between <laughs> the sunset <laughs> and the sunrise. They've
1: got work done with lamps. sunrise all the time.
0: That's my joke. <laughs> Hilarious. I'm going to say that you carried that one. You punched it up. Annie? I had to
2: like I had to deduce the premise out of all the jokes because I totally missed the premise. So now I know what the premise is and now I'm deep in thought trying to like look at objects in a different way. So I had Yeah, I had I had to like kind of reverse engineer that.
0: <laughs> all right, any other jokes for joke corner anyone? Yeah,
2: I have one. So Okay. So, people think that Cal's house is that of a serial killer, (laughs) (laughs) right? I mean, come on. One plate, one spoon, one fork. But this is a good friend of mine, and I know that to be false. Because his doll is like a dollhouse. Something like a gift that you would give to a toddler. No wonder he has great rapport with kids. He's a doll living in a dollhouse. And the kids accept him like Jesus are popularly known in the toddler market as Barbie.
0: <laughs> what? I just I have so many questions.
1: <laughs> I died. What was happening? <laughs> I feel
0: like you wrote that in a whole you had a uh reading from the book of Cal thrift 315 moment.
1: Reading from the book of Cal 315.
2: I wrote the I wrote this down at like uh at eleven PM one of the nights and I was just lying in bed doing nothing and it just hit me that holy shit. So clearly you guys haven't bought like a dollhouse for kids. Oh, right? I have.
1: I'm laughing at the idea of Cal living his life, but he's
2: actually Because in a dollhouse there is a in a dollhouse there is one of everything. There is. So I had a I had I have a new like sort of new niece <laughs> and I bought her one of those and uh, there was one of everything there was one spoon and she still plays to this day and I was wa- I had, I think I was watching a video her parents sent me it was like oh she's loving your kitchen set like dollhouse kitchen set or whatever there's one spoon one fork one plate everything one of everything and I was like huh that reminds me of Cal's place <laughs> and I was like Holy shit! Cal's place is not that of a serial
0: killer. But the thing is, is the dollhouse probably had a headboard for the bed?
2: Well, I mean, I was referring to only the kitchen house. So, I mean, the kitchen set. So, definitely the kitchen part. Hundred percent.
0: Can you can you hit me with the um? Can you hit me with the second half of that joke? You said I was. You made a Barbie reference.
2: Yeah, like a Barbie dollhouse, like a where, I mean, you get along great
0: with kids. You l-
2: kids love you, you love kids, and you're, like, always making jokes uh, around them, and they're so accepting of you. Just, like, who else are they accepting of? Oh, dolls.
1: <laughs> I felt like I was at Cal's wedding. I was transported. You were getting married, Cal, and Ani was <laughs> getting a best a best man speech
0: yeah you had the best man cadence
2: definitely let me let me save that okay let me save that even if I like I don't get an opportunity I'll just be like excuse me guys excuse me uh, I have something to say <laughs> like in the audience somewhere this guy just stands up and starts talking and you're like you know what's going down you know this is coming up again
0: <laughs> cut it this has been joke Corner they can't all be hits but it'd be nice if one of them was All right, I got a quick, I got a quick uh, text exchange. Just call her Crypto Girl, which will be revealed the origin of her nickname soon enough. But you know, we're talking about Elon Musk having a position in Dogecoin. That's my segue. So I match with this girl. We get off the app. We're texting on our iPhones, and she says, "Oh, you passed the vibe check because you have an iPhone." To which I responded. You thought I would have an Android, and she said no, but I wouldn't be surprised. So I responded and said, "Okay, I'll go buy an Android and wear baggy cargo shorts shorts on our first date." And then she, so that was me trying to clap back a little bit, like, "Hey, Missy, okay, I, I get, I get what you're trying to do here." And then she clapped back and said, "Oh, are you also gonna mansplain crypto to me?" To which I respond. Decentralized ledgers are the burgeoning transactional systems in the new world. They are the building blocks of mutual trust, liquidity, and commerce. Novel blockchain-based solutions seen in frameworks like Chainlink and Hedera Hashgraph illuminate vast opportunities for the unbanked around the world. Smart contract deployment on Ethereum and Solana enables unforeseen multi-chain interoperability. A framework unifying centralized fiat currencies and forging inherent trust between previously shackled parties. Accepting these changes, while painful for some, will nullify pressing global fiscal concerns and aerate fresh macroeconomic narratives around currency, debt, and the very foundation of value itself.
1: Wow, what a commitment to that bit.
0: I mean, if you could see the the text, it is like it's three paragraphs, no spaces, minimal punctuation. I just I really swing for the fences.
1: I'll tell you what, I I don't know any of those words. That is hilarious. <laughs> that
0: was the goal, just stuff as many buzzwords as possible into one paragraph and send it to a stranger as a test.
2: I would have uh, sent another paragraph on NFTs. Just, just in case she, yeah, just in case she needs it, like just some, just some information if she needs to, like you know, handy
0: information.
1: Let's close this baby up. <laughs> what? <laughs> let's
2: close this baby up.
0: All right, we've fin- we finished the uh, inpatient surgery on the infant. Now let's close this baby up. <laughs> Heart transplant. All right, what should we? Um- That's so dark. No, it's not. It's not dark. We saved this child's life. How is that dark? It's a medical miracle, Vicky. This child will now have a future thanks to the three of us. I think we need to do a quick, just everybody give a roundup. What did we learn? Final thoughts? All that. But I'll start. My closing thoughts? You know, Elon Musk is buying Twitter. We could be entering an entirely new era of the internet, truly. Like, you might look back on this era of Twitter as the golden era. Or you might look at it as ground zero when twitter wasn't even really twitter yet so i would just say to the listener be aware of that we're always on the edge of a precipice go to where the puck is going to be not where the puck is thank you
1: um my final thoughts are um cow's barbie girl in his barbie world it's fantastic it's all plastic mm. you can brush his hair and, <laughs> and take him everywhere Okay, that's
0: it. Please do. Please take me anywhere but this dollhouse. I'm trapped. Help me. Um, For me, I would say definitely go where the
2: puck is going. Uh, Unless you're a baby. Be careful. You're going to get hit in the head and die, and then we'll take your heart and (laughs) transplant it. Um,
1: Don't let that be the last thing you say. Sounds like we learned nothing today.
0: Yeah, let's... um, So should we harmonize... uh... Dollhouse
2: Dollhouse Dollhouse